When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, I am Matt Williamson. I am sitting here in my hotel room still in Phoenix. Uh, somewhat early Thursday Pacific time, getting ready to uh, head to the airport, go back home. So, figured as good a time as any. I had a couple hours of kill to do my final podcast of the week. And a position I've been thinking more and more about for the Steelers, but in general, is the incoming or the the, the draft class here at wide receiver. And I do believe that it is noticeably, noticeably, noticeably worse than it has been the last three, four, five years where it's been unbelievable. You know, going back to the Mike Evans, you know, draft class. I mean, it's, it's been receivers flooding in the league. Well, this one's a little down. Now, it doesn't mean it's, you know, void of talent. And I do think the Steelers more and more probably need to add one more weapon. Probably not at 17, except for there's one guy I love. And if you read my article this week, you'll figure that out real quick. Um, but let's just dig in. I want to give you my top five. Clearly my number one by leaps and bounds is Jackson Smith and the Jigba from Ohio State. Unbelievable quickness, unbelievable route running in and out of his breaks. I say this over and over. He's going to catch 100 balls a year, most from the slot. But I think he's more than capable outside as well. He completes the Steelers offense. He's one of my few run to the podium to turn the card in guys at 17. Um, the, the five skill guys you put out with him are Fryermuth, Smith Najigba, Pickens, Deontay, Najee. Now, do you want your quarterback to succeed, your young quarterback? That's what you do. And if that guy's available, you jump all over him, figure everything else out later. Help your quarterback. He's a special route runner producer. My number two guy is Quentin Johnston from TCU. He's the big bodied 6'3", 208. And that's what this class is lacking. So I kind of rewarded him a little for being different than the others that are all sub six foot, you know, 180 pounds, smaller dudes. He's really good after the catch. He's physical. He Takes a little while to get going, but kind of a Mike Evans strider that is faster than you think because he's eating up so much ground with those strides. Drops are a problem. I don't really want him operating out of the slot. Plays big, but he isn't Larry Fitzgerald or DeAndre Hopkins in terms of ball skills and going up and getting it. Really good prospect. I look at him as like a raven because he'll block. He's big and physical. I think he could end up in Baltimore. So the former pit star, Jordan Addison, is number three for me. Very, very good at everything. 
I don't think he's a master of quite anything, but really explosive, um, quick in and out of his breaks. Smaller than I want, though. I mean, 173 pounds. Um, obviously has a rapport with Kenny. I mean, that goes without saying. I think he's a man. I was about to say he's a smidge overrated. I think he's a first rounder all day long. I would not consider him. I don't think it's 17 unless things went drastically wrong. Uh, I like him. I just don't love him. This guy I'm starting to love <laughs> Zay Flowers, Boston College. So he's five nine, which isn't ideal, of course. But he's 182 pounds. I mean, he's like 10 pounds heavier than Addison, even though he's two inches shorter. He's pretty well built. Plays a slot, plays outside. The thing about Flowers is everyone in the world knew he was getting the football at Boston College. He's the only show in town, and they couldn't take him away, no matter who they were playing. And don't take this the wrong way, but his style of play not, I'm not saying that he's going to turn into this player, is very Antonio Brown-like. Inside, outside, physical, exploding out of his cuts, quick hands. I'll be honest. I mean, as I sit here talking through this, I think Zay Flowers is my number two. I think I would take him ahead of Addison and Johnston, especially for the Steelers, an explosive player at all levels. The more I study him, I just keep checking boxes of things I love. So Zay Flowers to me, in my you know way of doing things, is very much a player on the rise as I learn more and more, which is fun about this whole thing. Um, my number five guy isn't for everyone. It's Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. Six feet, 176 pounds, burner, 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 straight line, skinny dude, Ted Ginn, Will Fuller. I know those guys aren't superstars. But they scare defenses. You know, Jalen Hyatt had a ton of long touchdowns at Tennessee this past year. And even when he's not, he's never going to be a high-volume receiver. He's not going to catch as many passes as Flowers or Smith-Najigba or, or Addison, a guy like that. But even when he's out there, just his speed, you almost have to put a safety over his side. It's hard to press him because he beats you and you're done. You know, it's it opens up a lot of room for the run game. He's a specialty player and everyone will look at him different, but he has immense value to me. So those are my five. Called an audible on the fly here. Smith Najigba one, Flowers two, Johnston three, Addison four, Hyatt five. Uh, we'll be back with a couple more uh, down the line receivers to talk about. A couple other things that are interesting to me as well with this class. All right, I want to talk about some outside the top five receivers in this class, but I also want to talk about a couple little things here too. Um, 40s, uh, you know, at Indianapolis, there were four receivers that ran under 4-4. Now, I'll tell you, 40s in general are overrated for wide receiver position. That being said, I just talked about Hyatt. You know, I mean, speed still scares people and has immense value even if you're just a straight line guy. So Nebraska's Trey Palmer ran a 4-3-3. Uh, TCU's Darius Davis and Arkansas's Matt Landers and West Virginia's Bryce Ford Wheaton 
and Marvin Mims from Oklahoma, who is probably my seventh receiver. They were all between 436, 438. So those are all burners. Um, Mims to me is easily the one that's going the highest of that group, but Palmer's really interesting too from Nebraska. Maybe a fourth round pick for the Steelers, something along those lines. So I mentioned before about Smith Najigba's change of direction, route running, sharp cuts. This is crazy. So the best three cone times, which I think are very indicative of route runners, Princeton's Andre Osovasis, I kill his name, but he's a tall sprinter type. He ran a, a 6.85 three cone, which is really, really good. Charlotte's uh, Grant DeBose ran a 6.89, also really good. Those are the only guys under 6.9, you know, under 6.9. 6.89, 6.85, they're the two best, except for Smith Najigba, who ran a 6.57 almost a half a second better than the best in class, basically. That's remarkable. And it really translates to his tape. I mean, he is so hard to guard coming in and out of his breaks. And he sets it up well with head fakes and, you know, his body language. I mentioned Mims before from Oklahoma. He was next best. He was a 6'9 flat. So he more than passed that test as well. Mims really interests me. Maybe... I, I I don't know that it's worth the second first second round pick for Mims, but it's definitely worth the third rounder. But he probably falls somewhere in between there. Um, a couple other guys to talk about: Josh Downs from North Carolina is clearly my number six. I'm starting to lean towards Mims as my Mims is my seven. He's smaller. I mean, he's short, uh, only 179 pounds, but he plays tough. Really a pure slot guy. Going to catch a lot of balls. Has a little bit of power in his game for being that small. Aggressive, productive. I think he would be a nice pickup here. Um, Tyler Scott from Cincinnati is another explosive guy that I think is really intriguing as well. Uh, him and Mims are probably fighting for me for that seven spot. And then there's two other big-bodied guys I really like that might fit the Steelers a little more. I talked about Hyatt from Tennessee, but... Cedric Tillman is the bigger bodied prototypical guy. And I think he had some injuries this past year. Yeah, he did. He was injured for almost the entire year. And that opened the door for Hyatt. But like coming into this past season, the whole world looked at Tillman as he was the one and Hyatt was the complimentary take the top off guy. So you might get him at a discount, possibly in the third round or so. I mean, he's 213 pounds, big hands, long arms. And the other one that I want to bring up too. Well, Jalen Reed, I like from Michigan State. Um, I like uh, the Wilson kid from um, Stanford. These are dudes that have had really good postseasons. But I'm almost certain the Steelers are bringing Jonathan Mingo in from Miss Ole Miss. And he's another big body dude. Um, these Ole Miss receivers, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown. I mean, this guy's 220 pounds and he looks the part. He's 6'1, huge hands, great vertical, great speed. Um, really a physical player. He could be the big slot that they wanted Claypool to be. He has the mentality, I think, that he could do some Boykin things on special teams. Um, I think he's a really intriguing player, especially for the Steelers. Would start thinking about Mingo in round three, I think, is about the sweet spot for him. So 
I'd like to see his team add a receiver. Um, again, one of my pet peeves with young, young quarterbacks is leaving them a receiver short, a weapon short. That's why I keep harping on the tight end thing. But one more wideout would go a long way too. Yeah, I'm interested in Austin. Yeah, I really like Miller. But what if you had those two and Mingo all fighting for the spot as opposed to those two? And lastly, we always talk about this with the offensive line, but the entire offense was unbelievably healthy last year. Like, if you lose Deontay for a game, if you lose Pickens for a month, you don't have a, all of a sudden you're very short, you know, very short at receiver. And that's a problem. So, all right, I thought this was a fun one. Uh, I'm going to be traveling all day. Probably won't get back to you guys until Monday unless something huge pops, but we'll see. All right, over and out.